This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. from the Capitol under attack by the Pan Am rebels. I've been spending the last two weeks with Katniss and Peta. My daughter finally read the Hunger Games, which meant she could watch the Hunger Games. And <laughs> it's summer and she blew through all three books in two weeks. So we've been we've been hitting the the we've been hitting Pan Am hard this week. <laughs> so if I'm a little kind of emotionally drained, everything's cool in my house, but that friggin' book and movie series works. Uh, I want to say <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but damn, that is a good book. And I would argue the greatest cast movie series I have ever seen. You don't think Jennifer Lawrence? Perfect. Josh Hutchinson, kind of small, but other than that, perfect. Julianne Moore, <laughs> perfect. Philip Seymour Hoffman, perfect. Woody Harrelson. Perfect. And I could go on and on and on. But we aren't here to talk about the Hunger Games. We're here to talk about Tap or Die. We've got Anthony Stokes in with us. We may have a super secret guest star coming in later. Uh, uh, I guess, you know what, even if if he can't make it because we didn't know Anthony has a con tomorrow. Um, Pat Shand, that's a super special guest, has a show tomorrow. So we're not guaranteeing that he can make it, and we're not guaranteeing we're going to keep Anthony up all night. In fact, we've guaranteed him we're not. Um, so it's a great night, but before we get to it, books, Will, I haven't seen you in a little bit. How are you? Yeah, doing all right, man. Did you have a good break? Uh, I know we we took last weekend off, and I think I got some sleep. Yeah, so, it was it yeah. was nice, and uh, we we got to talk. I got to talk to Will Dunford about Horus from Hell uh, during the during your workday. We didn't bother you and try to get you in trouble with the new job, but uh, yeah, it's, it was it was nice. It was weird to wake up on a Saturday, not feeling like 
complete hot garbage. So that was kind of cool. But <laughs> you know what? We do it for the other creators in the community. And, you know, we do it for ourselves because we have time. And speaking of that, yeah. Anthony, how the heck are you? We haven't seen you in a couple months. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it has been a couple months, man. I'm doing good, but I'm exhausted. I don't even know why I just slide. I just gave like the NPC answer. Like I am uh-huh. tired. <laughs> like, I am working. I it's it's like if like it's like giving courage. Like it's like I have more. I moved like closer to a professional career, which is good. But then I'm mm-hmm. also I have a professional workload, so <laughs> it's it's rough, man. I got a couple of uh, work for hire jobs, which I didn't think I'd get this early. So that's good. Spent that money, you know, comics mm-hmm. like spent that money, like that money just. Oh <laughs> man, so I'm 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 doing good overall, but I but I am tired. You know, when it comes to money and comics, it's here today, a page tomorrow. So exactly, you, you, yeah. you got you got to get it in to make the next book. Um, so you know, right now, right now, this is your show. So we normally do a thirty second pitch, and then we take a little time. But um, why don't why don't you let us know what tap or die is, um, and I will uh, p- pull up the screen, and we can go straight into it. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. Tapper Die is about a guy. He's super talented. He's in a wrestling league. He's being gatekept by the legacy wrestlers. The commissioner screws him over to protect the, the legacy wrestlers and he gets revenge. Nice. So, so one thing that I, I always ask when there's a wrestling comic is, are we in the world where wrestling is like our world where it's great athletes kind of improving a, a made up thing or is wrestling in your world um, a legitimate sport where the, the winner is not known before a bout starts? Yeah. So, you know, that's something to put on the campaign. The, k- the kayfabe does not exist in this world. Like whatever the narratives are, that's what's happening, you know, um, which is really cool. And I also think like I, I'm a big sports fan. And I think what's cool about wrestling is that like wrestling is all about the narrative so I think you can get hopefully you can get away with more, you know, hopefully there's more of a suspension disbelief for certain things with that being the case. Do you have an idea on what the crossover is between comics and wrestling? I know on Twitter when there's a huge like WrestleMania or something, I, I you know, I've got half of my half of my feed is, you know, like who would win low, you know, Batman or Wolverine. And the next one is, I can't believe that, you know, I I don't know, CM Punk pulled that guy's dick off or whatever it is. (laughs) What is it between comics and wrestling that, that has a crossover? I think it's, I think it's like I said, like when you're, I think being a nerd ultimately is about what's the depth of lore, you know, how many hours can I sink into this thing? And Again, so like for instance, I love football, right? But not every football year is interesting. Like not every basketball year is interesting. But with, with wrestling, it's like every single year the most in, the most interesting thing is happening. So I think there's a lot to to sink your teeth into. And then you know it's also superhero. You got costumes. You know, mm-hmm. like you got the 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 machismo stuff. You know, you got the 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 cute girls. You know, like it's not. There's there's some overlap for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I my my wife has often talked and and joked with me and just talked about how comic books are soap operas for for dudes. And when you really think about it, you know, 
there every month you get a new chapter instead of every day and it ends on a cliffhanger that makes you want to come back and exactly there's these bigger than life personalities doing things that a real person probably wouldn't and i every time she says it, i have to go you're right and soap operas kind of rule because of the all those things that make comics good and that is there in wrestling as well mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. Like I'm and and I'm really excited. Like I want to do more sports. Like I would love to be the sports, you know, comic guy. Like that right. that that might be something we can we can drum up. Yeah. I I would I would love to I'd love to do something with either football or baseball, but I've never I don't see very many good football movies. So I'm I've always wondered, could you tell a football play on a comic page? Well, you can tell it, but can you tell it? Can well? you tell it well? I Shield 21 is a man, and it's one of my favorite mangas. Um, and it, it does a, it does a decent job of explaining like the basics, like the most the broad strokes. But I think like football is like really complicated conceptually. Mm-hmm. And because oh my god, like rugby dog, I watch rugby, I don't know what the hell's going on, like, <laughs> like, I have no clue what is happening. So I think maybe it's easy to write something about soccer, right? When it's just like, don't touch the ball, put the ball, you know, basketball, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe easier, but we'll see. We'll see. That's interesting. Well, you talked about manga. When I looked at the art on this, there's a very kinetic energy to the art. And it did, I did feel like the art has uh, uh, one foot in American comics and one foot in manga. Is that intentional or is that just something that i'm i'm pulling out no it no it's definitely intentional man you know i always got one you got the black and white right and mm-hmm. my first break in the comics was through monk you know and then even i think i had like even like i would read the ultimate spider-man not the ultimate spider-man but the uh the essential spider-man okay oh, gotcha. that was big those are black and white so mm-hmm. there was that um, and then also Berserk was a big influence for the not the series like, you know, those who read Berserk know it's like super it's super talking about lore. It's like really thematically deep and like it's about like determinism and, and, and shit like that. This isn't that deep, but it's like those little moments where you can capture that kind of stuff and capture those moments. There's like, could you could you just keep keep scrolling down? Sure. Keep scrolling. There's like this great. I'm saying I'm going to stop. Right here, right here. Scroll down. like this moment, and I feel like this is a I feel like this is a manga thing where a character gets ambushed and it's also slightly aware of what's about to happen. It's that sweet little, it's that sweet spot, and that is straight out of a manga. I feel like okay, yeah. And did did you yeah. specifically grab this artist for for that reason, or did you? Um find the style as you were working i did i just thought the artist was really good and i you know i i just thought they were talented i thought they were really good at like i discovered that they're amazing at action you know um i don't think they had i don't think the aesthetic is like my like if you if you just took a page like a right. panel i don't think it's manga style per se but i i think with the action and stuff like that i think it is so no, I didn't search for that sort of thing, um, bro. Just and, and also, you know, it's you work with somebody for the first time. It's like a dance, you know, like you're stepping mm-hmm. on toes and you kind of realize, OK, this person is good at this, 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 that. Let's emphasize that going forward. Right. All right. So 
I know this is issue one. It leaves off with a, a cliffhanger. So how long is this envisioned if you if you get every all, all of your um, your dreams come true on it? Bro, I mean, this right now is keeping the lights on. So this might go on indefinitely. Like I got I got an ending. Uh, I got an ending. But I really I'm really waiting to see how it does. I'm waiting to see how the first couple do. And, and if it's something that is you know it, like let's be honest there's this the cynical process right like it's in black and white part of the motivation was to do that was was seeing the success of like deaths in new york right um where it's like i can get it on faster and cheaper mm-hmm. and uh so yeah this might i this is different than most of my comic books um there, it's it's a little more broad but I, I like making cerebral stuff. So I think having this series kind of gives me the, hopefully gives me the financial freedom to do other, like less broad, like weirder stuff, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you can go on for a while. Yeah. Well, you, you talked about so, Destiny New York. Oh, go ahead, Will. Um, yeah, well, I was going to say, uh, I have a question, but let's uh, bring in our very special guest. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop sharing for a second. I uh I don't stop sharing. How <laughs> special is this guest? We can we can come back. We can come back. It's not uh... well yeah, there oh, he is. Oh, there he is. is. Oh, what are we looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, we appreciate you coming in. I know I know you got an yeah. early day to tomorrow and uh probably did a heck of a lot of work today. So thank you yeah. for coming on. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. He did a second inventory day today too. Uh, set up for the con. Um, I am, I'm glowing. You know, is it success? Is it sweat? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it can, it can be, it can be both at the same time. Yeah. Well, are you drinking before a con night? This dude is an animal. You know, you know what? You're gonna feel hungover whether you drink or not. So you might as well have. Wild a drink, turkey right? too. That's beneath you, bro. No, <laughs> that's wild beneath you, bro. Nice. <laughs> Wild turkey yeah. is nice, man. Is Jack more your vibes? No, no, I can't. Yo, you know, I hate when people are like, don't take responsibility for themselves, and like, oh, that liquor, it like makes me mean. But bro, Jack Daniels, I've never had a good time on Jack. Daniels. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jack, I mean, I do drink a, a a Jack and Coke. Jack to me has a bit of a like a cheesy aftertaste if you just take the shot. Yeah, I don't really like that. Nah, every time I drink that shit, I get too emotional, bro. I'm not even that type of dude, bro. Like, I'm not even that oh, guy. I, mean, I, I, I live emotional. I'm so emotional. I'm not being my bitch. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no thank you. No thank you. I'm a tequila guy myself. Well, well we... Pat, why don't we get a 30-second pit on Vix the Hunter, and then we will finish up with, with Anthony because we got to get back to the page. But if someone's watching or listening right now, they hear it that way you know they're not going to turn the show off we know that but their computer could go out um so uh what is vix the hunter and we will get back to it uh soon vix the hunter post-apocalyptic fantasy thriller hunter woman her only companion giant radioactive four-eyed feral fox miyazaki vibes game of thrones tone boom Done. All right, we're going. We're going cool. back to tap or die, and then we'll get back into that. <laughs> How do I follow that up? You know, I, I, <laughs> so I, you know what you you can follow it up by answering Will's question because I can feel it yeah. coming. So, as a, I, I'm curious around you know pacing and page kind of 
the way you laid the story out, you know, on the page. Did you go with with a fewer panels per page, uh, you know, as kind of an approach because you wanted to get more kinetic and you know, you know at faster pace? I mean, what? How, how did you approach this? Because it is a it's a sports story, right? I typically try to do, I typically try to do less pages. I try to keep it in that four to six range. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't think that. I shouldn't say I didn't think that much about it. I'm gonna be but okay. that makes maybe it was subconscious, you know. Maybe I maybe I knew what it needed. Um, and I gotta give I gotta give Emilio a lot of credit here. I like that's a that's an amazing moment that he, you know, mm-hmm. that's not an action moment, but I think he, you know, forced perspective, perhaps what you call mm-hmm. it. So he just he just did an amazing job. A lot of stuff was him, you know, like that he just he just knocked it out the park. Nice. Yeah. I have to try to get uh, right four to six panels so that I can keep it at eight to twelve. I uh, <laughs> a lot of panels. I am I, I'm terrible, but I, I really have fought the urge uh, because it's Ooh. just brutal to an artist. Humming, humming. <laughs> yeah, I I really I don't have a lot of dialogue. I really try to keep the dialogue. That's why I differ from the from my uh, my mentor below me. You know, he loves dialogue. <laughs> he loves some dialogue, man. I like to keep it short and sweet. Now, I did notice we we've, we've got um, a nice sexy cover. This is the first time you've had a book where that could fit, I believe. Um, have you felt like that's been a nice little boost for you? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. I think I sold, I think I sold like thirty copies that thing so far, and I only did it because you know you've seen the passion and influence, of course. But I only I only did it here because it made sense because it's a wrestling book, right? Like I right. would never have an SFW cover for Decay or Intrusive Thoughts, you know. But it just mm-hmm. it just given given the the nature of it, it made sense. And then also something I'm gonna do. I'm working with the. You guys know Richard Fairgray? I, I, uh, a little oh, bit. Uh, I, I, I'm on his email list, and boy, he can write yeah. an email. I'll tell you, he can <laughs> he can do a lot. <laughs> he can do a lot, bro. But. We're working together on, you know, I always, my concern always is like, are we capturing too much from the, from the male gaze? So we're going to show a locker room scene that's going to have a lot of male genitalia, Mm -hmm. you know, because we want to be want to be equal opportunity you know so god bless it yeah you know yeah before yeah. the show we were talking about meta here and i love that she had a sexy cover um with with a a, a dude's butt and i showed yeah. it to my my wife and she went "Ooh, tushy look at his little tushy <laughs> and i was like Matta killed it then you know yeah give give everybody in the audience something to uh enjoy if that's what they want we're gonna we're gonna put that cover to shame with this one. There's gonna be a lot of balls. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, get the people what they want. And this is from my series of K, which you guys are familiar with. Yep. Mm-hmm. What was that, Pat? I'm sorry. Oh no, I just said you got a ball out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And there's the team, you know. Um we got uh, Chris, Chris Virtus came with the story. We we came with the story together. Um, Emilio mm-hmm. did the art lettering. Armin did not much of anything, but, you know, <laughs> try to get a homie, you know, a little credit, you know, get his name on a good book somehow. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. you know, we have the, the, the variant cover artist. We're going to have so, to get um, Armin on ne- next week to tell us what that really means. 
So uh, how did you uh, how did you come across your uh, your variant artists? I mean, I know I just copy Pat oh, Chan no, no, and go after yeah, his guys. So, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. no, okay. So uh, I don't know how to pronounce their names. Is it is it Gene? It's Z H E A N H Mart. They... Yeah, I mean, I've never. Who introduced me to her? I asked the same question. Didn't know. I've always said Zine Me Art, um, but it could be Zia. It, it could be Zia Me Art. Who? I mean, no, Chris says Jean. Chris says Jean. Jean. Like Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude. Yeah, Jean. <laughs> like Gene. I guess. That, dude, that dude's talented. He can act. He yeah. can kickbox. He can draw variant covers. I mean, he can do a split. <laughs> he can do everything bro did the crazy splits but i got them they recommended pat recommended that and then uh chris moses rock my writing partner unfortunately mm -hmm. uh he <laughs> recommended the other two um david um alejandro mejia who does an incredible job like that dude is so like that man yo he you give him something and he just knocks it out like one week just minimal just just bang it out it's like so stress-free and then as well as restivo who damiano restivo who did the uh bearhead cover insanely talented had like the mtv vibes going um really really fair price and we're actually doing a book with him with charlie McElvey. uh me charlie uh him chris and i think vio delasante so uh that's also cool. So that's you know it, it's it's a good it's a good good good, good guys. Well awesome. Nice. Good luck on that. We promised you we were gonna give you the opportunity to get out of here and get to sleep if you needed to. So uh, we'd love to have you hang around while we go into VIX. But if if you if you need to get out with your work and what you got going on tomorrow, uh we won't be mad either um i, I can stay till late at least 11 30. all I'm right still. all right well well let's get into vix the hunter then uh pat i'll pull up pull up the page you had talked about the feral fox that was the image that <clears throat> absolutely jumped out me on the page like you know your lead girl is gorgeous but that fox is extraordinary um was that something that you came up with as i pull it up from the start or did you come up with that with the artist as you started working the Fox was actually, um, because this is set in the same world as a book that I did called Afterglow. That uh, I think it was 2018 that I did that with Caitlin Smith. Oh, and, she's uh, awesome, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's great. And um, that book followed a different character and a giant radioactive cat. And there's a scene where the girl and the cat, and to, to the girl, the cat's huge, it's like, like an elephant size. Um, there's a scene where they go into the woods. And these giant, like skyscraper size, four eyed foxes come out. So, this is, is a baby fox. Okay. Um, so, those characters always look cool to me. You know, there's um, even on the covers, there's elements of other foxes that you can't see. Like when it's attacking, even the drool glows green. Um, so, it's pretty cool. Um, that always stood out to me. And I wanted to expand on the Afterglow world. I was noticing. Um, we did it as one volume, but it sells so well at cons. It's a whole world, you know. It's not like, um, for example, Prison Witch, a different book that I did as a trilogy. I could go back and do more with different characters, but but the truth is that Prison Witch takes place in our world. With my other books, Destiny in Europe is its own world, and Afterglow is also its own world. So I thought, you know, since it's so developed already, it, it makes sense to do more in this. 
and I love those foxes. Uh, so mm-hmm. we built out actually Fox first. So it was Fox, then Vix. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yes. Um, Pat, like, how do you decide when to do a, 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 a Virgin logo or when not? And also part B, like what's stopping you from having both for every cover? Because I feel like financially that might be a, a good a good move. It might be. You know, it's the same thing. Um, speaking of sexy shit, it, it's the same thing that stops me from doing on one of the Cheeky Comics annual campaigns, you know, or like, for example, the next Cheeky Comics launch is Private Dance. Um, there are covers where there's a standard version and a nude version. And then there are covers where it's just the standard version. You know, I I don't want to overload. I just want to give the best option every time. Um, in fact, I'll say this. There's a cover on VIX where I didn't ask for it, and it was never my intention. But the artist supplied a nude version, and I brought it to the team. And I was like, hey, should we use this? Because it would, it would make money, but it wasn't the thing that I envisioned for VIX. Even mm-hmm. though VIX is an R-rated book, um, it's not a, a particularly sexy book. Like there, there's sex in the book, but I feel the same way as Stokes. You know, like people, because I do books about sex, people go, "Oh, he's the guy who does sex shit." I put sex sex covers on books that have sex elements in it. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I showed that to the team. I was like, "It feels kind of like a financial L to not use this," but I didn't envision this, and the consensus was. Um, Armin was, yeah, use it, use it, use it. <laughs> <He should've known. laughs> um, and, but, um, Shannon was like, no, the truth is like, here's, here, here's the reason the world's afterglow and we want different options in that world. We have afterglow, which we, we sold it as just a comic book, but the truth is anyone can read that, you know, all ages can mm-hmm. pick it up. Adults can read it the exact same. And Vix is for adults only. So the fact that Afterglow can be accessible by kids, we didn't want people to read that who are young and see the fox and want to read Vix and then all of a sudden see a version of a cover with titties on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I chose to not do that version. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel like sometimes limiting the options is best for my sanity, for one, just to deal with less stock, less less variant stock you know um and you know the people who were gonna buy the extra ones on this i'll have another campaign for them next month you know right oh, that's, that's private dance yeah boy yeah. i can't wait for that one bro it's exciting it's exciting yeah i was actually going over the art for that and um because i'll um i'll write the script pass it off to the artist and not even look back at it for a long time so when the layouts come in the art comes in i'll read it fresh and I'll read it as if I didn't write the shit. And as I was reading Private Dance, I was like, this is well-researched. <laughs> I think I was with you when you did some research one of those couple yeah, times, man. you know? <laughs> so you're saying your writing process, you write the script, you're a busy guy, you know, like you got like 1,200 different projects at once. You send them the script, and then you just kind of like let them in their little sandbox, and then you come back and look at like a majority of these. These are like a, lot, a bunch of pages. Yeah, some artists do it one by one. Some do bulk. I like my best pace for this is like send me six to ten pages. But uh, sometimes artists are just so fast. Like Yishan Lee, who's drawing Private Dance, 
is lightning fast. Yeah. So I'll get my first email from her and she says their layouts to me, it's pencils. It was pencils for the whole issue. So that's my opportunity then to go in and tinker with the letters as I'm checking the art to make sure the story all lines up, you know? Um, and I mean, certain books, like for example, um, on destiny, New York universe stuff and Cthulhu, uh jeff massey is the assistant editor so he'll come in and he'll give notes on dialogue after i've handed the script off to the artist so then i'll go in and apply that then when the art comes in i'll further hone it so i'm I'm just always going back to the script and on every step i just try to make it better and better and better that sounds exhausted bro but i mean it's working it's working. Yeah, yeah. i like that because like I'm working on I'm working on four different comments right now, and like when you get when you when you get the art in your mailbox, it's like you want to stop. You want to yeah. yeah, you want to stop and check it out. <laughs> and it would be nice if it's like, yo, this week you turn in art. This week you t-. like it would be it would be sweet. You know what I'm saying? It's like Look, almost I, having that fast artist is like a gift and a curse. Like bro, I just talking yeah. to this. Like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for all writers out there. Artists, uh, do not listen to what Anthony said. If you want to, if you want to turn in your art quickly, you just go the fuck ahead. <laughs> there is no curse to, to quick art. You, if it, if it's good, you turn it in as fast as you want to. Bro, I mean, that there's might one not artist, looked at though. <laughs> there's one artist I'm working with right now who, man, if if I could um. How's the Flash get his powers? Is lightning? Wow. I was speed that force. In the middle of some lightning, and I was like, yeah. "Dude, get get flashed up," you know, because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the art drags, you know, and sometimes yeah. it's lightning quick. It's quicker than you. There, there are artists who yeah. right now are waiting for me because they're just so much quicker than the artists who I need to be quick sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. how do you guys? How do you guys do? Uh, you know, you've got an editor in the process here. Do you bring them in while you're doing, you know, the basic, do you just do a plot, do you just do a rough, or do you just go straight to a rough draft of the script and then have the editor look at it? What, how, how do you guys do that? I don't have an editor. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't have an editor. Can I borrow Shannon? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have an editor, bro. There's too much, like, I, I, I'm not. And anytime you say that, right, people are like, oh, you you fucking hate editors, don't you? It's like, no, bro. Like, I'm just spending <laughs> so much damn money. And like, if somebody if somebody got to get cut, it's the person like, you know, what I'm saying that I, I, I do the editing for my books. And I, I got like, you know, Richard Fairgray, uh, Chris Mose, who I send it to get thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just like adding an extra person in between also also, i also like to cut my teeth on my on my books you know like for now i feel like it's good for me for my development to not have to have a light light supervision per se but like not somebody over my shoulder that's gonna help hopefully help me hone my instincts gotcha yeah uh you know for me it's different for every book like with Destiny New York stuff, um, Shannon has been editor since book one, and largely she knows what's going on in the story in advance, and she'll just see art as it comes in. And she's very good with catching stuff. Like she's hyper focused on shit. Like in Destiny New York, Logan has two dots on her right eye. Lilith has um, different earrings in each ear. 
a tattoo. Trinity has two tattoos. Um, now our character Arvid has one hand. Um, so she's always kind of keyed in on that kind of stuff. Um, and she'll also like bring up major things that she has a questions about or problem with, or we'll just talk it out. Um, and I'll come to revelations about characters, um, through those conversations. There was this one moment, um, where we were talking about one of the main characters behaviors in volume four. And Shannon was like, how, how can we possibly give this character her redemption that we've been talking about in volume five? Like what, 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 what could we do to make her more likable? And I, I started thinking about it. And then I was like, you know, I'm thinking too much about what we do. Let me think about what she does. And I put my self in the character's head and I was like, Oh no, no, she, she gets worse next volume, you know? So just th those conversations <laughs> are what makes me think that way. Um, and recently bringing Jeff Massey in, uh, we had a meeting on Destiny New York 6 and on Smoke We See the Future 2. And we just talk about where I'm going overall with the story. They chime in with notes. They chime in with questions. Then I'll write the script. Massey will go over and line edit the dialogue. And I'll either accept or decline the changes or like think about different things. And then Shannon will go over the art as it all comes in. And she and Jeff will both go over letters. And separately, as far as covers go, I have a, a WhatsApp with my entire team and I'll throw covers in there. For example, like today, um, I had a cover uh, from this artist, Lyrics, great artist, who did um, I Summon Cthulhu to fund my Kickstarter issue two, a cover for that. And uh, she gave us the main cover. And then in the corner, she gave us like an alternate option to use for the face. So I'll float that kind of stuff. And be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? Do we go for her main option for the face or do we choose that face? And we talk about that. Um, Armin says a bunch of crazy weird stuff. <laughs> and, 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 um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's all over the place. We sure will. We got to get Armin on. I've I've never met this guy. Yeah. He, <laughs> he he sounds like somebody we got We got to have explain himself one way or the other. He's not. Uh, he won't. He won't do it. He, he won't, won't explain himself. He won't explain. He won't explain. Yo, Armin is talks like somebody is recording recording the conversation for evidence, bro. Like yeah, he, he, was, yeah, <laughs> he, he is very subtle, but he thinks he's being crystal clear. Um he actually as we're talking, he actually just hit a lick. He uh he messaged me um that he got a great cover raid. I mean this guy's a goddamn I don't know. He's a magician or something. So yeah <laughs> Armin and I do this um these horse horse promotions where he'll do um he'll have one half of a print and I'll have the other half and he has some guy in a desert create these you know metal prints are common now but these he makes them like textured and, and embossed I've never seen anything anything like these it's, it's beautiful stuff nice cool. keep 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 him close um so this this is in the world of afterglow is yeah. this a and it's number one, so that that tells me there's going to be a two. How long would this possibly go, or are you going to bounce around in the world with different characters? I would say that this this will go three issues. Um, Jeff Massey, who I mentioned, is editing assistant editing Destiny New York, is uh, writing the feature in here. I created and plotted Vix with, with him, and he's doing the script, and I'm doing a backup story featuring this other character. Um, so I'd say we'll run this for three issues and then I would either do a different story in the universe, um, bring back the original cast for their own sequel, or maybe eventually do more Vix with a different, uh, you know, a sequel, a second arc, mm -hmm. who knows? 
No, cool. It, it that's definitely this 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 world is as me as my me as a reader. This world really has me excited and salivating yeah. to kind of pay attention because that's 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 my that's my shiznit, you know, the, the fantasy, uh, you know, stuff. So I'm, I'm super excited to see you play around in this world, the whole team. Um, so we haven't had you on. Congratulations, man. Destiny, New York. Uh, I don't know what you can say in the world and I don't want you to say anything more, but I, I know that something yeah. is happening and that it may not always just be a comic book. Um, but I oh, wanted yeah, to no, say congratulations. Yeah. That's, that's cool. And we're always like super excited when, you know, like anybody does this, but people we've talked to, I, when Jonathan Hedrick signed something, we were just like, kind of like, Will and I were like little school, yeah, we, we talked to him, <laughs> you know, so, uh, super happy that that things are, are happening and I cannot wait to someday look up on a TV screen and get to see, uh, get to see this world. Um, and, and well, it's still going to be two dimensions, but moving two dimensions. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm so happy. I, you know, I'm not, I don't know how many people know this, but I, I love Tegan and Sarah. I, I love their music. I've seen them, in concert many times before they even knew who I was, you know? Um, and Matt Pizzolo, who runs Black Mask, one day called me. And he was like, hey, do you, do you know Tegan and Sarah? And I was like, do I, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, it's I, I feel good about it. I can't wait till the strike is over. Yeah. Um, hope the writers get everything they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that it all evens out in the correct time in the correct way right and let's say uh expeditiously will be preferred Uh, but but we'll see right yeah (laughs) no that's i hadn't even thought about that the timing hitting but um but you are right i think it it's it there from somebody who's not at all involved and just kind of seeing what what they're asking for it all seems pretty friggin um uh, needed what they're asking for they're not they're not yeah. asking for the world they're just asking for what they should get and you know the world changed and they're trying to pay them in a way that they paid before which now is very little in comparison uh, that's the best way my <laughs> dumb mind can put it you know they used to get a certain amount for 26 episodes which paid for the year and now they're getting it for six to eight and the the People are telling them that's the same amount of money, and the the people are getting the checks are telling us all it's not. So um, I say, hold out, get what's fair to you, and then come back and write us some great ass TV to uh, reward us for waiting. We'll be patient as long as you give us great TV when you're back. It all happened at a crazy time, you know. Um, I got a call that they were talking about someone for the lead role. That was so exciting to me. And then immediately at the end of the call, my guy was like, just so you know, once the writer's strike hits and it's going to hit, all this stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Very, very good. Very good. Well, I, I th- I'm glad you have a guy who can let you, you know, like was up front and, you know, didn't give you the, <laughs> the, the stereotypical uh, BS. No, no, don't worry about it. We got this. We'll, we'll, you know, like, hey. Oh. Very, gonna happen and... I mean, 
yeah, scary up front. I had a lot of calls where it was like, so now that this is going to be a lot of eyes on you, here are all the things that you do that might get you unfairly canceled. And I was like, oh, well, that's <laughs> very terrifying. Awesome. Stokes' his Twitter spaces. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I think that everybody who actually hears you in context knows knows where the heart is. And just because somebody makes some jokes, I, I have been known to make some jokes. And uh, yeah, yeah, fuck them if you can't take a joke, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, I personally think so, yeah. But, but. it's a whole new world. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's a it's a shame, bro. Cause like I was talking with I was talking with my boy about this, and um, somebody's gotten uh, Slippery's been gotten outed as a as a cuckold, and I was like, I almost made some jokes, but you know, somebody's gonna be that one person that's like, oh, you're making fun of like what's the opposite <laughs> of monogamy? I haven't been in a relationship for so long. Oh. Polygamy. polygamy you're making fun of polygamous wow. race relationships or something <laughs> like that and i was like oh man like if that happens i'm getting off twitter bro i'm done <laughs> you can't make fun of cucks anymore like oh man and that's over. I, I i i retweeted five uh campaigns about three weeks ago and i woke up the next day to be told that i was throttled down and couldn't like her retweet for three days so i just took it off my phone <sighs> I said, screw this. I mean, if I can't retweet my friend's campaigns, what the hell am I doing? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I pop right. on once a week on the computer and, and you know, but there's no, there's no better place. I know, Pat, you, you do TikTok and you, you've, you've t- said it's great for comics, but. Um, yeah, fucks with TikTok. Yeah. yeah so th- there are spots, but, you know, I don't know. I'm just like going to be an old man dr- digging a hole and. Just hoping someone <laughs> comes to my hole and grabs a comic pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok is great at showing you what you want to see. So, for example, um, if I open up my phone, not seeing that many comics, but if if someone who's really into learning comics on TikTok opens up their feed, they mm-hmm. might see my stuff because TikTok really. It's an app that wants to keep you on while not suppressing you. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they all want to keep you on by making it so people don't leave. They're worried about people leaving. They're not fixing the problem of keep them on. They're only fixing the problem of giving paths to leave. Mm-hmm. No, that's that, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I... It, I I, we, we were talking about this. Will and I were kind of texting about like basically just hunkering down into the email list for, for the next six to eight months and just, uh, you know, dancing with the ones that bring us and, and hope that <laughs> at that time we'll, we'll have, you know, some answer on on where to be. But um, Oh, as far as the, the Twitter replacements? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are none of those are going to work. It's going it's to be just Twitter. Uh, I I bet any each and every one of you a thousand dollars, none of them work. Threads, I've been beating that drum for a while. Threads is the (laughs) closest one, it's gonna be the closest by far. But when people were going on Blue Sky, I was like, bro, I mean, you guys have done this like 12 (laughs) times now, mass, yeah, (laughs) like like the shit's not gonna work. Like, tribal, um, yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's not a thing. Like, here's the thing. People on Twitter are upset 
with the ownership. Is it enough to change the tides entirely and have that entire group move to one specific platform? Fuck no. There's there's no way in the world it's not mm. going to happen. Um, I mean, I, I was talking to people who, a, a good friend of mine, who you all know, he and I debate over this shit, you know? Uh, one night... Um, was a raven. No, he doesn't debate anything. He doesn't know shit. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 I was talking to, to, to my, my buddy, and he was like, so th- this proves me right about, I think it was Hive at the time, right? And I was like, what proves you right? He goes, oh, um, uh, Twitter just fired all these people. It's going to be gone by the weekend. And I was like, hey, bro, no, it's not. That is one of the <laughs> companies in the world. They can yeah. fire ninety percent and have a full functioning staff tomorrow. It's yeah. not going to happen. These these sites cannot compete. There, yeah. There's no way. I mean, it's, and I think that Twitter sucked before. Twitter is bad now. Twitter was bad before. It, it was run. I mean, and Jack is evil, bro. Like Jack made Twitter. That makes him evil. Like it. it it's. People are so like, oh, Elon, Elon. Yeah, cool. Him too. But Jack, it's been like this. <laughs> yeah. Let me say. So it's, me what's, say. I'm going to, one second. It's really funny. I either talked to that person or it was me because we had a conversation very similar no, it wasn't you. like this because like it looked for a second like it was breaking and then it didn't. And you were absolutely right because we actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, no, and, it, it wasn't you. It was. Yeah. Uh, I'll, you, I'll don't to, you don't have to. You don't have to out him. No, no, it's not outing him. No, it's a, uh, it's Charlie, Charlie yeah. Stickney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie I figured I, when you said we all knew him, but I didn't. Know. Charlie and I debate <laughs> over everything. Uh, Charlie and I debate over things about like In and Out Burger, and you're right. Yeah, In and Out Burger. <laughs> Delicious. Nah, no, Delicious. it sucks. It is the most overhyped fast food in the history of the world. In In and Out to me is a, and bro, I lived in California. I'm a New Yorker. Go to California. I, I moved back as the internet. You know, um, it, 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 it's it's a trick Cal- the Californians play on New Yorkers. Like, oh, the burger's really good. You know, the fries aren't too bad. Just ask for them well done. The fries are trash. Who? who fries, somebody lied. The fries are dog shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, let's go stand in line for an hour to get fast food. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? There, there, there are better burger joints in California. This is the In and Out fry. It's, it's no I don't understand it's, why it's so bad, bro. Yeah, I don't I, get it. I don't, I don't know understand. how it could be. And you see them taking the potatoes, running them through that thing. It doesn't. I don't know. They're natural cut potatoes, but yet no potato tastes worse. <laughs> like, like what is their oil? Like, how is it so bad? Use some peanut what? oil, motherfucker. Use the five guy oil. That shit. Them shit. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are good fries. You know what it is? It's like they're so thin. There's yeah. nothing like you like it's it's so thin. It's like they're not quite like like fritas, and then they're like not as big as McDonald's fries. Mm-hmm. You're just eating fried air. They're like, no, yeah, they're <laughs> nothing. And here's the thing about everyone says, "Oh, you got to make an animal style." Animal style sucks. Animal style is a mess, bro. Like I mean, you got to eat with a fork. Yeah, you gotta eat with a fork, and and, and then you gotta go throw up because it looks the exact same as the shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> because animal style is like what? It's like onions, the it sauce, and then onions. like one slice of cheese, 
So it's like most of the most of the fries don't even get like any. You're still eating like normal fries and one good bite of like everything. Yeah, no, it's a nightmare. <laughs> In and out is like your friend who you smoke together, and and you're excited to order food, get munchies, and he's like, "No, bro, I got you. I'm gonna make the best meal you've ever had." And he goes and he puts his fries in the oven instead of frying them. And he puts some bullshit on him and he gives it to you. When you look down, you're like, "What the fuck? I've never smoked with this again." You know, what was he cooking? <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Will has been reaching out to In and Out to sponsor Explain Yourself. I think we might have. Uh... I'll watch uh, it. Hey, I'll keep watching. The truth I like is it. I had it one time, but I liked it. I like what I had, bro. Them tomatoes I, were fresh. Hey, if That's, I hadn't, if yeah, I didn't yeah. have to wait 40, I honestly think we waited 40 minutes. I don't know what my actual argument would be because it was like fine. The burger was fine. And I do not want to wait 40 minutes for a fine fine burger. (laughs) I would have much rather gone to Burger King and gotten a regular ass double cheeseburger that's better than fine. Not great, but (laughs) better than fine. Fine, and I would I would have been home. I would have been the hotel thirty minutes earlier. <laughs> that's um, my that's my that's that's my thing on In and Out. I really because it's you you're like you're me. not In and Out. You're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> and waiting and In and Out. Like, come on, guys. I'd hate that. I really hate to pivot away from fast food, genuinely. But <laughs> what I will say, what I will say about Twitter is, bro. Like, I'm looking at the numbers right now. Like decay issue, decay issue two. I got like a thousand four hundred dollars from Twitter, like which is you know I know that's chump change to you, but to uh to a budding star <laughs> to, to well yeah I know what you do for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> <can't even> <laughs> you gotta be you know. <laughs> you gotta be in the Twitter spaces for that one, but, but fourteen hundred dollars. I don't even know how. I don't know how I made fourteen hundred dollars on Twitter. That is insane. Um, Decay three. Um, I made five, like six hundred dollars. And choose the thoughts, like a thousand dollars. And it was just, it was just so much more. Like you were just getting so much more interaction. You were getting so much more engagement. I'm not going to say I I would say before I would say before Elon and then like it's like this last stretch it's been like two three months where the engagement was ass that's that's all I had to say about the whole Twitter thing it's it's interesting too because like it, it it's tough to tell where those things really come from because if somebody came to you for decay issue two from Twitter bought it liked it and then came to tap or die through your decay updates then kickstarter is going to say kickstarter brought you that so it is kind of tough to say exactly where things come from but i think Mm -hmm. tyler tyler james kind of really talked about like use social media whatever it is that you feel good on use it but don't depend on it ever because friendster um you know myspace and he named all the things geocities or whatever like Use it, use it to the best possible you can, but don't depend on any one social media ever because they can go away. And I was like, yeah, eventually they'll probably go away. I, you know, I, I have been surprised to see 
Facebook now, I I see four advertisements and one high school friend, and then it just random memes. And, and I, I was shocked how much Facebook has changed in the last six months. I, I don't see it as useful at all. Um, Cause if I'm looking at my feed and I don't see anything from Pat, I don't see anything from Anthony. I don't see anything from, you know, Joey Galvez is, has books on and I follow, I think I follow everybody and I, I'm from not Raven, seeing you it. Probably see. From Raven, you have to see he's constant. I, I don't know if I'm actually Facebook friends with Raven to be quite honest. Um, and that might be not why, but I'm, I'm not seeing any comics on my feed at all on Facebook. I, I see them on Instagram. Um, yeah. I do see it on Twitter because of the people I follow. But I did, I, yes, use social media, get as good as it as you can, but don't depend on it because it's uh, kind of up, the up and down at best. Dang, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I agree entirely. You know, I feel like just trying new things on social is good. Um, I mean, this is the new, but I've been doing reels more myself on, on Instagram. You know, Instagram's trying to copy TikTok, and I say let them. That they're doing an okay job. Um, as Stokes, the, the the spaces on Twitter mm-hmm. and those to be cool. You know, it's something that you could do casually while doing other shit. It isn't like a podcast where like I couldn't be shipping and printing stuff while I'm doing this. You know, um, y'all yeah, get do other stuff. I got a host, but yeah, I got you. Yeah. Right. In theory. Yeah. Will and I aren't, aren't dictators. You can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> no, yeah, but no. if I was doing shipping, I'd be doxing all the backers. You know, you see the yeah. addresses. You know? <laughs> we, we, one, one, one day, Will and I are going to do that. We're just going to be trying to get people's names, you know, putting adding it to yeah. our email list. Yeah. Y'all don't know this guy. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the TikTok of our show is we're always trying to – our friend, my, our friend Antonito. I don't know how well Pat knows Antonito. Oh, my camera's doing this thing. I think it'll. He, he. I sent him the package for like decay, whatever, and he takes a, he takes a picture of it, and it had my address as a return address and his address, and I was like, "Aunt, you just doxed us, bro." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not good. Not safe. All right. Well. Anthony, I promised you that I would get you out early. And Pat, I know you've got work to do tomorrow mm-hmm. as well. So why don't we do our 30-second pitches on both books? And you guys can get to mm-hmm. bed and go out and throw some comics at some people tomorrow. Uh, Anthony, Anthony, your camera just went out. So Pat, yeah, if you could do 30 else. seconds on uh, Vix the Hunter. Post-apocalyptic world. Hunter. Only friend, giant feral fox, radioactive giant feral fox. And it comes from a world that Kaylin Smith drew. I mean, yeah, hello, yeah. you can, you, can you get it? Oh, it's also, um, it's the reunion. This is for, for, for the Xenoscale fans, it's the reunion of myself and Larry Watts. Larry Watts drew Robin Hood, the original Robin Hood trilogy. Yo, Stokes' video camera right now is like a horror film. It just, <laughs> it's in the different angles. 
know. Um, it's every time, bro. It's every, you've been a mini a stream with me. The camera never. It's like the dude on a uh, TikTok who does the Omegle pranks, where like he uh, he he makes the video where it seems as if the girl uh, scrolled past him and he, and she's talking to someone else, and then it switches back to him doing some some scary shit. You know that that, that that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm a mess. I, I meant to ask and I forgot. Can can people pick up Afterglow in that in the campaign? Do you have copies or, of that, or is or, that gone? Yeah, no, no, no. Of course. Okay. All I right. Have copies of that. I have copies of Cerulean Dreams, which is where goddamn um, Vix came for the first time. You know, uh, we did a short story. Boy, that is an adult comic. You're right. <laughs> what? what? You said Vix came for the first time or not. That isn't a Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Yeah, uh, Cerulean Dreams um, is a one-shot that had stories for three of our worlds. Smoke, we'd see the future. There we go. Destiny, ah, New York, yeah, picture yeah, below. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Vic story, which uh, reintroduced the world of Afterglow. And if you want a little extra bonus Vic story, find out a little bit about her, her origin. Cerulean Dreams is also available on the Kickstarter. Awesome. All right. We're going to do this quick, Anthony, because your camera's up. Uh, cap or die. I said, get 30 seconds. Well, you know, like you're the one who wants to go to sleep. So, no, listen, yeah. it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's a, it's a great comic book. It's got wrestling. It's got love. It's got uh, sex. Ooh. It's got wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's got character. Heart. It's got wrestling and wrestling. It's got themes. It's got dialogue panels. No color. The only thing it doesn't have is color. It has gutters. Yeah. It has <laughs> no page turns, though. <laughs> no, no, no page turns. Never, never with you. We know. We know Only never. Buddy. All right, and no editors, um, guys. It was a pleasure. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming out with us, especially because mm -hmm. you got such a busy day tomorrow. Good luck on the rest of the campaign, uh, and uh, let's let's just let's keep making comments. Appreciate you coming on. Let's go. All, yep. right, All right. Thanks. Good night, everybody. All right, Thanks. Pat.